everybody. This is Rob Lindley. And this is Sarah Davis. And this is How Much Do We Love, episode 17. If you're a new listener, this is a cool podcast. <laughs> very, very, very cool. And only cool people listen. So what? welcome. <laughs> we had to find something to say other than... He's yeah. off the cuff, ladies and gentlemen. And he is, and humble. And humble. Well, this is our podcast where we talk about things that we love. It's a right. simple It's that. a pretty simple concept. There's things, we love them, and we tell you how much. <laughs> <laughs> and we also like it when you tell us what you love. Yeah, and or when tell you us if you like something that we love. Right. It's a or whole, love something that whole, we love. It's the circle of love. That's what we call it. It's all about that. Yeah. And um, here's something that I love that I've been getting excited about. Um yes. All of the commercials for the new fall TV shows. Oh, I do love that. Right? How much do we love when all the new shows are on and you try all the different... See, it's it's much easier now with TiVo, which is something we really love. And episode we talked one. about that in episode one, <laughs> ladies and gents. Because you can try, like, every show. You know, you can set up yes. recording for every new show and then decide whether you want to watch them or not. But we like TV. We're not going to apologize for it. Um, <laughs> we like it. And I'm so excited about some of the new shows. I can't wait to see how they all turn out. It's Especially always very, summer I, TV is crap. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then also I get excited this time of the year because they also start doing like marathons of shows that are good oh, that they, they think people yeah. missed out on. Like right now, I think Grey's Anatomy is being played more than Project Runway. It's like on all Yes, and they actually just did like a little recappy episode. The recap shows, yeah, mm-hmm. things like that. With Joe, the bartender, doing the narration. Yes. I, at first, I was like, "Who the heck?" Me is too. That? So until he said, finally <laughs> identified him. I'm like, "Is that uh, John Boy from the Waltons? <laughs> Who's talking? Why is he a good Seattle Grace? <laughs> we like the Grace Anatomy. Oh, that's that's absolutely my yeah that's one of my faves we're also excited about the returning shows but there's just something about like heroes looks interesting to me and oh studio 60 on the sunset strip studio 60 is definitely up there with uh, for anticipation yes. for me. Oh, so and there um did you say six degrees already no but that one looks good that one looks good that's gonna be in the like right after gray's anatomy slot i think it's oh. getting like piggybacked with that i love that i have no idea what night any show that i watch is on because well, i don't ever watch it on the, yeah i'm so excited about it. the office coming back for season three. Oh, and oh it was also... such a dramatic now okay now here's the thing rob and i'm saying this on the show so it. make it so you have to oh, watch Lord, the office i know I you will do. love it i know i will now is here's what you need to do now you got to netflix that sucker you got to yes. get season one, and um, yes. season two is going to be out next month. So this is perfect timing. So and I can season, watch those at work. And season one, right? And season one was a short season because it was mid-season. So okay. there's only like six episodes. So I think put it in the queue, as they say. I will put it in the queue. I'm almost done with my Rescue Me DVDs. So yes. I can move on to those. You will, the Office, I love it. I mean, and I, I was a huge fan of the British one, and then I was really... Right, I, you were very skeptical. Well, I was so skeptical. And because they ruined the coupling. Exactly. But you know what? The, the NBC version of The Office really holds its own. It's just, it's different. And it's my, I think it's my favorite show on television right now. Steve Carell. Everybody on it, Steve Carell. Everyone on it is great. The writing is great. I think as an as an actor, you will appreciate it too, just because everyone on it is so funny. Um, done and done, and I will report back. Okay, we're gonna well, hold them to it, right, people? 
The yes, other thing we're Tara. looking forward to. <laughs> yes, we will. The voice of the listeners. Uh, Liz, uh, you might have an infection or something, listener. <laughs> oh, good heavens. You need some Tylenol PM vanilla. With vanilla. I would like, I'd like the Tylenol PM with lavender. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That seems more... Well, anyway, we're throwing back to the last show. We're confusing the people. Oh, lordy. Anyway. The, uh, the, the big commercial that I'm looking forward to that has of the show that I'm looking forward to is the one that is called like singing with the celebrities or something. Celebrity duets. Holy crap. I, I actually, that show. I, I sent you our, uh, I sent you a link about that today mm-hmm. and um, I hadn't, I haven't seen any of the commercials. I've just was read about it and thought this looks um, crazy. The and commercials that's... have been on during, so you think you can dance. See with the TiVo, I don't watch the commercials. I know, I know, but um, and here's the thing: we love the reality TV, and we all we know we it's trashy. It. We don't think it's good, but we enjoy it. Not we love all of it. it. And ooh, the "So You Think You Can Dance" finale. It's coming up. Well, actually, I think by the time this show gets posted, it will have just happened. Oh, I hope we were regardless pleased. Regardless of what we find out, how much do we love Travis? Travis, Travis is my 18 year old gay boyfriend. <laughs> he just doesn't he, know it. <laughs> he's my pick. He, and I oh, actually so voted good. for him. Did I tell you that? I had not voted all season, and I sure picked up the phone and voted. Yeah. He's really, really good. I hope he wins. All we'll right. See. Well, now we're talking about old shows, but we're excited about the new shows. We are. And what shows are you? Oh, yes. We love fall, too. That's a whole. We're excited That's about coming fall up. coming. And um, so are there new fall TV uh, premieres that you guys are excited about? Let us know so we know to record them. Yeah. Good way for us to figure out what's good. Heroes looks good. Oh, there's so many. It's like this. This such a dearth of good over the summer that it's almost overwhelming in the fall. I love it. I know. So good. I remember when I was little, and there was the premieres for the, the like things for fall shows, and there was the one about a monkey that was going to be the president. (laughs) And there was a one eight 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 number you could call and talk to him, and I called it. I want to call. I want to say it was called like Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, but that's not it. That that's can't a, be that's it. That's actually a movie. Yeah. But this was a movie. Circa. A movie or a TV show? No, it was a, a TV, TV show? show. It was on around the same time as Alf, and it was an NBC. <laughs> it might have been actually on right after Alf. Okay, we'll and have to look like that up. It was like Clyde from Any Which Way But Loose, but he was president. <laughs> it was real good. Wow. I actually don't think if I ever watched the TV show, but I got so excited by the commercial, <laughs> and I was at that age where Mom, I wanted to call. Mom, can I call the monkey in the oh, white house? No, there was no asking. There was my mom later being like, what are all these 866 numbers to a monkey? <laughs> this is coming out of your gourd money. Oh, your gourd money. Let's talk about that. <laughs> you want to? Yeah. I kind of bucked the system there. That's okay. We, how much do we love gardening? I love gardening. Now, here's the thing, people. I, until I moved into this apartment, I never really had space to. I had space in my a little bit of space within my house in Chicago, but I didn't have any sun, so it yeah. was not too successful. But I have. I kind of hate my apartment on the inside, but I. I mean, the inside of my apartment, not on like inside my head. <laughs> but I have this front yard and a backyard, and they're fenced in, and I can do whatever the hell I want with them. And I decided. That I was going to grow a couple of, maybe two or three kinds of tomatoes and maybe a squash and a zucchini, right? And here's what I planted instead. Are you ready? 
Ready. I caught the disease, the I can't stop planting vegetables disease. I Three different kinds of cucumbers, okay. five different kinds of squash and zucchini. Wow. Yeah. 14 tomato plants. What? <laughs> I know. Um, five different kinds of peppers, uh, eggplant, and then I planted pole beans of about three or four different kinds, and... I was obsessed. Every day I go out and I look and I see what's growing. And I'm not so obsessed now. Now I just have so much produce that I'm drowning in it. I mean, I have so much produce that I actually... That's why you gave the sex, number, sex neighbor the bag. That's why I gave her a big bag of stuff because... I, I mean, I finally I pulled out one of the squash and one of the zucchini because it was just too much. Um, but still, and actually, you know what? I have to take a picture. Yesterday, I went out to pick zucchini and I, I had neglected to pick for a few days. And mm-hmm. I picked four zucchini that... I, they were so ridiculous that I weighed them. It ended up being 13 pounds. Oh. One of them, I am not exaggerating, is the size of a baseball bat. It's wow. hilarious. It's like six pounds. I mean, I don't know I what I'm going to do with it because bread. it's going to be all... Mm. I have made zucchini bread, I think, seven times so far. My but, mom also used to make zucchini chocolate cake. Yes, that's good, too. It adds delicious moistness. And you can also slice them lengthwise and make them the noodles in your lasagna. Yes, or you can slice them, have them lengthwise and kind of scoop the stuff out and then stuff it with... Um, like meatloafy kind of stuff, bacon. Mm, That's good that too. Sounds very good. Yeah, I mean the thing is, there's a lot of ways to cook it, but it doesn't make you not get sick of it. And so yeah. now what I'm going to start doing is pickling it. You do and this, canning it. You do this, and you get the produce delivered. Yes. Well, I didn't realize that I was going to end up with quite so much stuff, and I <laughs> probably should cancel the CSA. But but you want to support it. I want to support it, and I get stuff that I don't get. That I'm not growing, except that now I get a big bag of zucchini and a big bag of tomatoes every week from them. (laughs) I just want to kill myself. And the thing is, I I have plenty of friends that I could give it all away to. And every time I see a friend, I bring them some. But then I feel kind of bad that I don't want to give it all away. So I'm just going to start canning it. I talked to my mom. She used to can when I was a little girl. And actually today arrived my um, in the mail. I got uh, my canning kit which is a big canning pot with a rack and you know the jar lifter and mm-hmm. funnel and all that stuff and my and the um the ball blue book of canning i love it yes and so i'm gonna make i think i'm gonna make zucchini relish and mm. zucchini pickles and then i'd like to make some regular pickles and i'm gonna can some tomatoes but i actually um i'm gonna the farm the csa does a tomato you pick day at the end of the mm-hmm. month where they and they grow paste tomatoes they grow san marzano's which is aroma so it's good for better for sauces and stuff than the big heirlooms I'm growing. So we're going to, my parents are going to be in town. We're going to go down and pick a bunch of tomatoes and come home and can them. That's very cool. Just call me Laura Ingalls Wilder. See, I grew up in the country in Iowa and we had about a quarter of an acre of our property was my mom's garden. Excellent. So we had everything in my mom and we had a huge strawberry patch and Mm. we had grapevines. Oh wait, I'm growing strawberries too. I forgot. Oh, I loved and uh, and lots of herbs too. That's awesome. Yes, sorry. To so that. I grew up with all of this kind of stuff, and my mom, as kind of like the collector glasses, like my mom always tried to give me my own project to work on. Mm-hmm. And I decided one year that I wanted to grow gourds and pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And it was another one of those things where it went crazy. Like <laughs> right. it, it ended up like a whole like. Yeah, they take a lot of space. I guess it would space. be like, I guess all of a sudden it would be like an eighth of an acre or something mm-hmm. was all my gourds and pumpkins. <laughs> and I was little, 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 like 
kindergarten or first grade when mm-hmm. this was going on. And I took care of them. I went out and I weeded everything. And they didn't really need to be weeded like the other things. But right. I was like, I totally took care, care of, of my gourds. Totally. And then when fall came around, my mom and I would sell them. And I would sell them after school on, like, our front porch. I had them all set up in decorative <laughs> displays. <laughs> and Martha I had, like, Stewart was in totally, you even back then. Even then. I was, like, we had, like, several baskets and cornucopias. And my mom had got my dad to, like, I don't know what they're called. When you take the dried corn stalks and you bundle them together at the top and make those kind of, like, Thanksgiving-looking mm-hmm. things. You know yes, what I mean? I do. We had those. And um, I kept all my gourd money in a little sucrets box. <laughs> sucrets. Remember sucrets? Yeah. I remember the little, now it's kind of like Altoids are the same little box that yes, they come in. I loved but the sucrets tins and they were all wrapped in foil. I, yeah. I always kept all of my money the in my sucrets money. box. Which and is funny because you can't really keep too much money in a sucrets. Well, I guess you could put a good amount of bills in there. I rolled up the bills. Oh, see. And then my biggest customer then, or the best deal of the whole time, my grandma came to visit me who lived like uh, about 40 minutes away. Mm -hmm. So we would see her like every other week we would have dinner with grandma and grandpa Lindley. And grandma came over and she thought a lot of the pie, the pumpkins I had were pie pumpkins. Mm -hmm. And she made a deal with me that she would take them off my hands and pay me in pie. (laughs) And so my grandpa made me little, like in like the little tart size uh-huh. pumpkin pies. Yeah. And put them all in individual Tupperwares. And I had them in the freezer. And for like the rest of the school year, I had pumpkin pie in my school lunches. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't, I'm not, to this day, I kind of. I'm a little, I love pumpkin pie, but I always get a little wheezy about it. A right. little, so much pie. So much pumpkin pie. Well, now, I didn't plan to grow any kind of pumpkins or winter squashes or anything, but in my front yard, now, my front yard used to be dwarfed by an 80-foot pine tree that I loved, because when I first moved in, the front yard was all shady and secret garden-ish, and, mm-hmm. uh, but the tree was dying, so they said, we have to take it out. I was like, great. So they took it out, and then I had all this unlandscaped area and everything. All of a sudden, I had full sun. So I did all this landscaping. Most of the vegetables are in the back, but a few of them are in the front. But I had put a little bench and a chair and a bird bath up in one corner. So I'm weeding one day, and I was like, what What is that under the bench? It's two little plants. They look like squash of some kind growing, Mm. which then they need full sun. They were growing under this bench. So I moved the bench, and I let them grow. Well... It went crazy. And I started posting on this garden forum. I was like, does anybody know what this is? Because it was definitely some kind of squash or, you know, I was like, it could be a melon, but then it didn't, re- the leaves weren't quite right. And right. it turned out, so then these things started growing and actually only two of them made it, but they're, oh, I don't know, basketball sized, oh <laughs> but kind of oddly shaped. And uh-huh. they were for these big green things and no one's been able to tell me what they are because they could be some kind of hybrid, you know, they could be pumpkin and zucchini, who knows. Right. But, um... Two of them made it, and they're turning orange. Just in the last few days, they're starting, or they're turning something. <laughs> orange, wow. yellow, I don't know. So, who knows? I have my own accidental pumpkin patch. I, I could have my own gourd money. There you go. Well, I would want to know what it is, though, because you Nobody knows. Just well, eat it. One of them is sort of 
football shaped. I mean, it's it, imagine if well, imagine if you had a basketball, but then mm-hmm. made it sort of oval shaped. And then the other okay. one is on the same plant is a little more bell shaped. It's a little thinner at the top. I wonder if it's just a pumpkin. It's probably Be- some kind because, of pumpkin. I mean, there's so many different kinds. Yeah, that's what I yeah. always around the fall they do like spreads of different kinds of pumpkins. Yeah, so who knows? But I mean, I put it on the you know the, the like garden experts forum, and they everyone everyone had a different answer. And then you know by the end they were like, we don't know, but save some seeds for the seed exchange. I was like, yeah, I'll, oh, get, I'll, yes. get, I'll get right the, on that. <laughs> the good old. Well, you should definitely make a jack o' lantern out of it. No matter. Definitely. What well, one of them looks like it's gotten a little eaten by a creature. The, oh. So I think I might only end up with one viable pumpkin. But they take forever. You know, it has to cure out there for like a month before it's hardened off and you can pick it. So I don't know. It's just taking up space. But I mean, I, I got to the point where I was like, it was growing like a foot a day. I mean, just spreading out, taking up a huge amount of my yard. And I thought, I don't. it's essentially, it's pretty much a weed, people. I can't really give it any more space than this, you know? Yeah. But um, so I love the gardening and I love the mystery gardening. Actually, you know what? I have a it's I have a mystery, similar mystery plant in the back now, that's Mm -hmm. growing, and of course I'll just leave it because it's in an empty space, and I don't know what it is. It could I you know it's some kind of uh, squash of some kind. I don't know yet if it's winter or summer, or if it's a winter squash, it may not end up with a long enough season to do anything. But oh, and you know what? I just did. I had this one trellis that I was growing scarlet runner beans on, and they weren't really producing, and I decided I wanted to grow cucumbers to do a fall crop of cucumbers to make pickles. Mm -hmm. So I planted a bunch of, um, like pickling cucumbers, the little ones, seeds just the other day. I'm not exactly sure they'll do well in this space, but because you know, I don't have, I'm I'm complaining that I have too much vegetables and I'm still planting. I know, (laughs) but I'm obsessed. I am obsessed. But the thing is, it's not like it's this huge investment. You're at the nursery and you're like, Oh, I want to grow an eggplant. It's 99 cents to buy the plant. You know, it's not like it's some huge thing. You stick it in the ground and then a month or two later, you're swimming in produce. I don't know. I love it. It's been so much fun. And, you know, and now my mother's like, now are you going to be planting some cool season crops? And I thought I might need a little break. I love that you're calling it crops. That's what my mom always, she always says, How are you, how's your crops? Um, and I, I send her a picture of what I've picked. It's insane. The tomatoes are amazing. I have like these huge purple, you know, Cherokee purple and black crim and brandywine pink and two kinds of cherry tomatoes and then green zebras. And oh, I love green zebras. Yeah. I wish you were here. I would force a ton of them on you. <laughs> and I have jalapeno peppers and sweet banana peppers and a bunch of different kinds of bell, I, I, bell peppers. And you know what? I planted eggplant. I don't even like eggplant. But it's pre- it's pretty and it's, it's pretty, pretty. Oh, and it's yeah. fun to see it growing. So I just give it away. There you go. Yeah, I thought it was done because it kind of it made a whole bunch of eggplant for a while, and then it kind of stopped producing. All of a sudden, covered in flowers again. <laughs> Have another batch. Love it. Yeah. So the tomatoes, some of them are winding down, but um, it's tomato horrific out there. And the squash, these crazy squash that I picked yesterday. I mean, one of them, I just hadn't, it had probably been ready to pick for over a week and I just, it was hidden. I didn't see it. And it's literally the size of a baseball bat. I've never seen anything like it. I I don't know if I'll be able to do anything with it because it's going to be super seedy inside, but I don't know. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. The gardening. I went, my friends had a barbecue on Saturday and I said, I'll bring a salad. And so I made a, cucumber and tomato salad with yellow and orange t- i mean red and yellow tomatoes and fresh cucumbers and basil from the garden and, Yum. and it was you know everything was from my garden and it was so fun that's, yeah that's rewarding i put some scallions in those were from the csa but still organic and from a farm you know it's very, very rewarding cool. it's just a little hard to get through it all <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. I didn't eat any vegetables tonight with my dinner. I mean, I didn't cook any. I always feel a little guilty if I don't force myself to You don't eat. have a little bit. Oh, I need That's to eat. so healthy. Gosh. I had a bunch of zucchini with my lunch, though. Oh, but you know what? For my dinner, I had a BOGO special. Mm, there really? Was this, what was your BOGO? Some kind of... I was at the Safeway. They had a, some kind of fancy... In the refrigerator section, like in the prepared foods, a fancy mm-hmm. chicken pot pie. I don't know if it's local or what, but it's um, unbaked, you know? I mean, it had just unbaked crust on it and they were right. like $7 and they were buy one get one free and I thought well then I'm going to get two That's and funny. oh my gosh it was delicious and you know what was the best thing about it the top no was puffed well no it had peas but I like peas <laughs> but I put it in the oven I looked 40 minutes 45 minutes later and it was a big plank of puff pastry on the top totally mm. puffed up and the ec- exciting bonus there was a bottom crust oh nice I know because it's oh, all good. about the crust Yes. It was BOGO a go-go at the Safeway. There were tons of buy one, get ones. <laughs> I love the BOGO a <laughs> I know, right? I took some pictures, actually, with my with my cell phone. I'll have to post them somewhere. Because they were just everywhere I looked. Buy one, get one bacon. That's a real common one. Oh, I love that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I didn't um, buy anything but the chicken pot pie. But I had to buy all my canning supplies. I had to get salt get and mustard seed and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm excited to hear more about the canning. <laughs> we'll know. do that later. I have a feeling it's going to go about as well as all the other hobbies that I've started and gotten all excited about, like candle making. And oh, did you do that one for a while? For like a week. And I making homemade soap. And um, <clears throat> what else? I don't know. I'm good at starting projects. You like a kit. I do. Actually, this it's kind kit, of like a variety pack. The soap making one was a Martha Stewart kit. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. All right. So... Now, we have been said that one of the things that we really love, too, is when you let us know what we should try and some things that you love. So we've had a number of you writing in letters, and we've got um, some to share with you, some advice. Um, I'll call them advice from our listeners. Yes. Um, this one um, came from Britain, from Worcester. From a person, it, not the country. Not the country. Right. Um, it says, hey, guys, my sister and I love the show. She listens to it at work, and she recently got me hooked. You guys are hilarious. Anyway, how much do we love Hershey's Nuggets in extra creamy milk chocolate with toffee and almonds? Ooh. They're so good. She and I are totally addicted to them, and if you haven't yet, you must, must try them. Okay. Well, nothing in that Game equation on. sounds bad. No. I know. I told I wrote her back, and I told her it kind of s- sounds like... Um, a symphony bar, which I love. Yeah. With the almonds and the toffee. Okay, so that's a good one. That sounds great. Um, Mark in Vancouver, British Columbia. Well, hello. We've got a Canuck in the hizzy. Hey. Mark We're says, so hey, guys. After 40 years of using various peppermint and spearmint toothpaste, including gels and paste, I thought boring toothpaste was my destiny. He should work for these people. This right? is written so well. <laughs> then I tried vanilla mint crest. It's Wonderful. It's like a vanilla mint breath savers in a tube. It's hmm. the greatest discovery since the MP3 player. You have to try it. I don't know how I feel about that. Because, you know, I'm not a huge fan that... of the vanilla flavored things. Yeah. I like vanilla stoli. So maybe I would like it. I don't even really like vanilla stoli. So we're going to have to. We're gonna All have right. I'm going to let. I'm going to pass that one to you, Rob. I'm going to take okay. your word for that. <laughs> take I'll take your that. word on that, That kind of sounds like one of those that you wouldn't know that you would like it until you try it. That is true. And actually someone uh, recommended that to me on uh, like a year ago and I never tried it. So maybe I should just suck it up and try it. Um, Ooh, maybe we can get a free sample. 
Maybe, because we love free samples. We love free samples. We talked about that on our last show. Okay, and the very last one, and this is definitely a call to arms and for for Sarah, yeah. because I think this is only in her neck of the woods mm-hmm. so far, well, anyway. As opposed to yours. It's in other people's necks of the woods, right? True, truly. Yes. Um, I was excited about this because I have been excited about trying the one in San Francisco. Eric in Manhattan writes in, Sarah and Rob, Beard Papa cream puffs cream beard puffs. papa is a cream puff chain from chain from <laughs> japan that is starting to sweep the usa to take over the cupcake craze which took over the cream crispy cream craze mm-hmm. i love that he's following the fried dough craze <laughs> right. um these stores specialize in serving fresh and delicious cream puffs served by asians in cute little uniforms <laughs> They always advertise their flavor of the day, i.e. strawberry, pumpkin, etc., but always have the favorite standbys, chocolate and vanilla. Beard Papa Cream Puff is not overly sweet, so there's never a need to feel too guilty. Yumsies! Right? Eric in Manhattan. He wrote Yumsies, Oh, I thought that was was editorial. That was not my um, interjection. It could have been. It could have been. Hallelujah. Now, I've been hearing about the Beard Papa cream puffs for a while. Apparently, they um, they actually have two layers. They have sort of a crispy layer of the, of the dough. and the, I don't know. They're supposed to be excellent. And one opened in San Francisco relatively recently, and there's one opening in Redwood City, which is much closer to me, sometime soon. So I am going to go there and eat some damn cream puffs. I will probably need Game to go on. to their w- website and see if there's any. I don't think there's any in Chicago. No, I, I think don't if think there, there were, is. I would know about it. I think he's, he included a link so you, to the website, right? So you, yeah. you should go check it out. Okay. You would have heard about it because it was a huge thing. Yeah. yeah. The San Francisco one opened relatively recently. I mean, people were lining up. It was like when Krispy Kreme opened. Yeah. Krispy Kreme. I just was reading that a lot of them are closing. Well, it was kind of, that's kind of like Brugger's Bagels were that way too. Like well, one minute there was none, then there was a gazillion of them. And then people are like, uh, yeah, eating bread all the time. Not so good. Yeah. For you. I think it's a carb thing with the carb. Oh yeah. my gosh. My Midwestern accent comes out when I talk to you. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. My, the carbs, they're so carby. Yeah. I think people <laughs> all of a sudden stopped going to donuts shops as much. You know, there's a Krispy Kreme about a half a mile from my house here in California and I still have I mean I, I've never been in it I mean I've, I grew up with Krispy Kreme I've had plenty but I have yet I haven't had one since I moved here two years ago I think but that was kind of the whole thing like for me it was always like oh you're going on a road trip through the south we gotta go to Krispy Kreme right or like in Chicago there was one on like that's like in like Lombard like south yeah it's what they west. they closed one like- of our best theater musical theaters <laughs> yeah, yeah. In Chicago, go. the oldest dinner theater in the country, and turned it into a Krispy Kreme. And so I was always was a little bitter one. about that. Yeah. So, and so people who lived out there, like, that was a big thing. If they would come to, like, right. a baby shower, they'd bring Krispy Yeah, so it was such a big deal. Weird. Totally. Um, it's like the In-N-Out burger here. People flip out about it. And uh, while well, it is delicious, I, it's actually across the street from the Krispy Kreme. I don't ever go there. But people who come out west are like, yeah, I have to try it. Okay. Well, we have to wrap it up. It's time. We're talking to talk talk. Um, we're going to try cream puffs and toothpaste. <laughs> In oh, that order, probably. I know. I want to try the cream puff rather than the toothpaste. <laughs> I win. <laughs> you definitely win this right. one. Um, oh, and I also wanted to say a quick thanks to Kay, who emailed us and um, a few times about a bunch of awesome stuff and let us know that the 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 
lip gloss in the little glass tube with the roll on was called Kissing Potion. Kissing Potion. And oh, thank you so thank much. You, and if Kay. you haven't we love visited, Kay. if you haven't visited, you need to go to um, howmuchdowelove.com and look at the wonderful comments people are leaving and leave us one yourself. It's yes. a great way for us to hear from you. And Kay put a link to a vintage ad from like Teen Beat magazine of the Kissing Potion. It's brilliant. Any of you um, children of the 70s and 80s will be taken back when you see it, I'm sure. Thank you, Kay. Yeah, so if you'd like to send us an email, you can send us an email at podcast at howmuchdowelove.com, or you can leave us a comment on the website. Yes. Either one. Or you can call, too. 206-339-3588. That's it. That's our number. 33, we love. 33, we love, L-U-V. All right. We are going to call it a night. We will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, Sarah. Bye.